0: So, wonderful. I'll just give you a brief uh, rundown of what we're going to be doing this weekend and tonight. And uh, and then we'll begin with, with, with a little bit of silence, uh, just to get us settled down. We're going to be here tonight until 9 o'clock. So, what we'll be doing tonight is running through all the guidelines. So, it's a broad introduction to Insight Dialogue. We'll give you a little bit of the history. And we'll have a little bit of practice, so you'll get to practice Insight Dialogue tonight. Um, And then tomorrow and Sunday, we'll be over at Bastia, um, and we'll be doing full days going through each of the guidelines in more, more depth and doing a lot more practice. So tonight there's going to be a bit more talking from us, um, but yeah, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Anna Brown? You want
1: to introduce yourself a little more?
0: I could do. Was
1: yeah, that? I could do. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm Dave Leggett, I live in uh, Toronto, Canada. Um, I've been Traveling around, I traveled around uh, last year, came home for a few months, and I'm traveling around again to to various places, meeting various people that I'd only known online. So having spent two, three years over COVID, yeah. If you want to know about Zoom, I'm your man. Um, But it's so lovely to be back doing face-to-face practice and teaching again. So lovely to see people. And here we get the best of both worlds because we have hybrids. So we have all those people out in Zoom land and all the people in here. It's a joy to be here.
2: Anna Brown.
1: So my name is Anna Brown or A B. Anna Brown is my first name. I'm part of the double name crew there some other friends here with that um i think what's relevant for our time together is that uh both my love and um my love of sharing insight dialogue and practicing insight dialogue and that as a trauma therapist and also a a facilitator i also always attuning to what might be happening in people's nervous systems, and that that can be um, cared well for alongside practice. Um, I work in Seattle. I am a mom to a six-year-old. Lots of other things, but that's what's important right now.
3: Yeah. And uh, Do you want to do some sitting first?
1: You want to go right into some sitting? Yeah, let's do that. And we're going
0: to sit. So just finding a comfortable sitting position on your cushions, on your chairs,
2: feeling the weight of the body on the cushion.
3: Feeling that contact between body and earth. Breathing into it. Taking a couple of deep breaths. And
2: pause, that breathing in. Feeling the body expand.
3: And the release on the out breath. Allowing the body to soften. I'm just noticing how things are in this moment.
0: Just opening to mindfulness becoming established internally. This body sitting, breathing,
3: feeling. This mind doing what mind does. Noticing where there's any tightness, any tension. Softening the belly of the chest. Allowing the shoulders to drop. Softening the face around the eyes, the cheeks, around the jaw, allowing a little movement in the head just to just to loosen up the neck Just attuning to the body, breathing, the expansion, and release. Allowing the awareness to
2: ride the in-breath all the way out to the extremities of the body,
3: on top of the head, bottom of the feet out to the skin.
2: That boundary between what we label internal and what we
3: label external. And opening to the external, the sound of this voice arising and passing other sounds. Sounds where you are. Now opening to the internal and the external both. This body sitting, breathing, feeling, hearing. If you have your eyes open, perhaps seeing. Not trying to get anywhere. Simply being present to what is being experienced in this moment. I'm mm-hmm. 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 As we come to the end of this very short sit,
0: perhaps just allowing the eyes to open slowly and gently, first taking in the light,
3: and maybe the textures, and then the forms.
0: Then allowing the head, the eyes to rise, to look at the faces on the screen. Perhaps if you have the video off, putting the video on, looking around in the hall
3: on the screen, the faces of friends, Kalyanamita. the whole of this holy life.
1: And, um, please either online or in person, let us know if you're having any difficulty hearing so we could raise our voices or our, um, input volume if needed. Um, I want to talk a little bit just about kind of what this practice is and then, actually move into practice because it's much more powerful to experience it directly um, rather than talk about it. But it's useful to have some kind of guideposts. Um, And also, actually, even before I say that, I want to acknowledge that I actually just came from the ER, so I am settling. There was a family emergency. It's all okay but I drove up at 6.55 and parked and was like, okay. And actually relied on this practice the whole way, you know, like pausing into present moment experience, relaxing, receiving and allowing pleasant and unpleasant, opening relationally to what's happening, internally and externally, attuning to change. These are like brief way of naming these guidelines. So the overall practice of insight dialogue, I'll try and look at the screen too. Um, The essence is six meditation guidelines that are both to practice internally and to practice relationally. Many of us have likely meditated before in silent sitting. Insight dialogue, however, takes that ground of sitting meditation and adds in this relational element. So what an insight dialogue, we call the three bases of insight dialogue. So the meditative qualities, which we can have silently sitting alone or relationally, wisdom, which means in this case, Buddhism or Buddhist teaching, but it doesn't have to be limited to Buddhism, and the power of actually being in mindful relatedness with one another and recognizing that fundamentally we are social creatures. And actually the vast majority of our brains is really dedicated to processing social information, meaning face, eyes, tone of voice. And that something kind of powerful and magical, not in a woo-woo sense, but in a like surprising sense, can happen when you bring together this meditative qualities, relational ways that we just are kind of riveted by one another. And the Dharma. And we'll taste that for ourselves. Anything you want to add on the three bases,
3: Dave? Nope.
1: Okay. Um in all of this, it's also really important to acknowledge that as we are social creatures, In the relational dimension, that is one of the places many, if not most of us, have experienced the most pain, whether that's developmentally in our childhood, based on social conditions, oppression, so that we want to hold that with a lot of care as we enter into dyad practice. That we are these exquisitely sensitive organisms, whether we like it or not. And so as we practice the guidelines together, whether in person or on Zoom, to hold ourselves with a kind of gentleness and care that we are deeply affected by one another and we deeply impact one another. Again, we have whole mirror neuron systems that our are, are, our meditation partners' brain is modeling our facial expression and unconsciously, or I'd say implicitly, modeling that and experiencing some of the same emotions based on that. I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to geek out on the neuroscience right now, which I also happen to love, but it's there. Um, the main point is a kind of care, both for ourselves and our meditation partners. And that includes,
3: we are all
1: conditioned beings, both psychologically, our families, etc., as well as socially. We are, we have social location. We have positions of centrality and marginalization things that socially give us power, safety, and less power and less safety. And that's important to name as we enter into dialogue practice because that's there, right? And so instead of pretending that we don't have any of our conditionings, we can just know we are conditioned beings and we may step on each other's toes and we could be open to feedback about that. Anything you want to add on this?
0: Yeah, the what we're doing is we're creating this safe container of practice. Um, you, as you go into diet practice, as you come together in pairs, you'll very much get this feeling that this this is a container that's being developed, that the relational aspect is drawing us into this into this safe place. So the the key is, is is in the the qualities of kalyanamita the the trust the faith the confidence that supports each other in this practice. The the virtue goes without saying, and generosity uh, when we do make mistakes when we do tread on each other's toes. As we always do, then have the generosity to accept that. And and the wisdom. The wisdom of this practice and the wisdom that we can offer to each other.
3: Uh, do you wanna
1: how about one of us teach pause? One of us needs contemplation. Do you want to teach pause or you want me to do you wanna teach pause first or do you want me to teach pause?
0: You teach pause.
1: (laughs) We had a big plan that we were going to have a couple hours together right before, but I was elsewhere. <laughs> Life has its humor, which actually I will say in a very un Buddhist teacher way I will at some point check my cell phone to make sure everything is on track with my partner and my child from this
3: situation. I think we should go through the six guidelines first before we
2: start practice. Okay.
0: Yeah, we, we have six guidelines uh, for practice. The first guideline is pause. And pause is the one that has the biggest impact on people when they first practice. It's wow. Wow. I can pause,
2: I don't have to say anything.
0: So you can always tell when somebody practices inside dialogue because they'll confront you smiling and not saying anything, but it's wonderful. It allows that space for mindfulness to become established, a little bit of space Everything is in that pause.
2: When we we pause,
0: we begin to investigate what's present. What we notice quite often is there is some tightness, some tension, something going on in the mind, something going on in the body. So the second
2: guideline, relax. Relax is an invitation to bring ease.
0: Not the, I have to relax, got to relax. It's that simple letting go, that release, that allowing.
2: If we can't
0: relax, if something in the mind is really, you know, doing what mind does and has that grip, it's simply, it's there. So allowing, receiving, accepting, allowing it to be just as it is. When we pause and relax, we begin to settle. When we begin to settle, then we become less attached to the things around us, the things going on in the mind, we have space, and we can open into that space. We can open to all the different sense inputs what we feel, what we see, what we hear,
3: what we smell, what we taste, and what the mind is doing. So that brings us into a
0: really lovely, settled space where mindfulness is established, we're at ease, there's relaxation, we're open to what's going on around us. We don't, we're not attached to the things around us. And what begins to happen then is we notice phenomena arising and passing. We attune to that arising and passing. And that is the fourth guideline, attune to emergence. So coming into that emergent consciousness where we simply notice we're not focused on anything particular just simply noticing the arising and passing, the breath, thoughts, sensations in the body,
3: things going on around us.
0: So these first four guidelines, we can do anytime by ourselves. So the fifth and sixth guideline are listen deeply, The sixth one is officially speak the truth, but there are some of us who prefer speak deeply. And listen deeply is to listen with the whole body. There's listening to the words, the meaning of the words, listening to the sound of the voice. feeling how those words and sounds land in this body, in this mind. The body language, those subtle and sometimes not so subtle movements of our partner's bodies, we're so exquisitely attuned that we can notice things way below the level of consciousness, small movements, Anna Brown introduced that earlier on, this attunement, this exquisite sensitiveness that we have
2: in a relational context. When we
0: listen deeply, we become aware of things that are way below the level of consciousness. We know things. There's no sign, no feeling, nothing that we can put a finger on
3: but it's there. Speaking deeply. When we we speak
2: the truth, we're not speaking some absolute truth. It's simply what's present in this moment.
0: When we speak deeply, we take our time. We feel into the experience. What does it feel like? As we're beginning to investigate an experience that we think we might share, then the body language is changing, all those subtle changes in aspect. I, last year I taught a retreat in French, which I don't speak well enough to offer. So it was in translation. And one thing that I noticed was that when friends of mine were speaking French, their body language was totally
3: different, absolutely different,
0: than when they were speaking English. So when we are speaking deeply, we're beginning to communicate seconds or minutes before the words come out of the mouth. So those words are come at the end. If we don't speak deeply, if we are speaking out of our head, we're telling a story. We, oh yeah, I need to do this and this and this and this. It's coming out of the head. There's no body language there. Maybe some excitement. Oh yeah, this is great. But when we uh, speak mindfully, then our
2: whole body is speaking for us. So pause, relax, open, attune to
0: emergence, listen deeply, speak the truth, speak deeply. So six guidelines, and there won't be a test
3: afterwards. Um, Anna Brown.
1: So tonight, we'll practice with pause. I'll share a little bit about the guideline and how to practice, and then Dave will guide a um, dyad contemplation. And then in the coming tomorrow morning, we'll do relax, sometimes call it relax, receive allow, because it's like we relax and release what can be. And then we really receive and allow whatever is left, you know. This next guideline open. We'll basically practice the rest of the guidelines deepening in them through the rest of the weekend as we explore this, um, the wisdom teaching on spiritual friendship and how essential it is on, on a path of wakefulness. Anything you want to add on that? Um, so this guideline pause if you've been around mindfulness or insight or dharma circles I'm sure you've heard that many times and it's a, a sort of blessed invitation and part of that is because our minds are deeply habitual and it is so easy to have whatever thought, sensation, emotion is habitual and just our, our attention to fuse and just roll with it and we are out of the moment. So in a way, the essence of this guideline pause is to internally pause out of the spin and pause into direct experience direct experience of the body, and even direct experience of the mind, knowing what's happening in the mind as opposed to being fused with what's happening in the mind. As some of you, many of you know, um, our friend and and amazing teacher, Tawari Salah, who will translate this as just stop. To stop, which I love. And I think it's ultimately said with a lot of compassion because there's a freedom that we can discover in that. So the internal pause is that like pausing into present moment experience. And the external pause is stopping talking. So when we're actually in diet contemplation, speaking and listening, unlike in social speaking, we can pause at any point, right? You can notice, oh, I'm starting to get into
3: this story, and oh.
1: Which often I don't have the luxury of doing in daily life. It's like a, a practice and almost a laboratory in which to discover in um, speaking and listening how much more space there might be. You know, one of the ways we construct our world, one of the primary ways we construct our, our experience is through um, mental declaration, speaking, speaking in the mind and speaking externally. So pause is an invitation to actually step out of that habitual patterning and see what else
3: might be possible. Anything you want to add, Dave? Yeah, that that, that pause
2: allows the allows the inner
0: witness and the outer witness to be present. So it's that, you know, second of the factors of enlightenment, that investigation and that investigation is important. So that pause, you know, what's
3: present in this moment. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Time to practice. It's a little bit different online and in the hall. So online, you have a Zoom master who will put you into breakout rooms. In the hall, we're going to have the opportunity to choose our partners. In the hall, we, as teachers, can see what's going on. We can, we can notice what's happening. Uh, we can't do that online. So you disappear into breakout rooms. So we have some more guidelines for working in breakout rooms. They apply to the hall as well, but you know, you're kind of hidden from us in the in the breakout rooms. We ask you not to ask questions. The questions tend to support story, and you know, oh yeah, I'm really interested in that. And the mindfulness goes, the pause goes, the relaxation goes. You can ask questions. You know, could you speak up
2: or Can I pause? Wonderful question.
0: The other thing that we ask, and this is a really difficult ask for all those of you in the hall and out there who are psychotherapists or who have a job that requires you offer advice to the public, do not offer advice.
3: allow people
0: to have their own experience when you offer advice you change the balance you change the energy in the relationship that third of the seven factors that balance of energy which will balance naturally you don't have to do anything about it but when that advice is
3: offered the balance shifts
0: Sometimes we'll touch topics where there is some emotional weight.
2: When your partner, if your partner is struggling with any, any strong emotion. Be compassionate, be mindful, pay attention,
3: be present for them. But please don't offer them
0: support. Allow them to have that experience, rather in the same way that we ask no advice. If things get too difficult in the hall, you can always put your hand up. Online, you'll find in your breakout rooms a help button. So you can press the help button and one of us will will pop in and help you if it gets uh, too difficult you can always come back into the main room
2: when
3: you're online
0: have I missed anything oh yes confidentiality confidentiality is very important what happens in the in the dyads stays in the dyads we will offer time at the end of each of the sessions for what we call gathering the fruit where people can share experiences please share your own experience not that of your partner if there is something that you would like to share that went on between you you can always ask your partner's permission can i share this
2: What happens on this weekend basically stays in, in the hall. We don't mind
0: you going out there extolling the virtues of insight, dialogue, but not what your partner shared.
2: So really, really pay attention to confidentiality. I
1: have one. That- also, that includes not bringing up the content of the dialogue with that very same partner later without permission, so say there's a lunch break and we're whatever you wouldn't go I wouldn't go up and, go, "Gosh, Dave, when we were practicing and you said da 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 that would be I might say, Dave, can I have your permission to talk about what was we were exploring in the diet right?" But it's a sacred space when we're meditating, contemplating together.
0: We're going to do this first contemplation using the guideline pause. So really make that a deliberate pause. Yeah. Say a sentence, two sentences maybe, a few words maybe, and then pause. Make it a very deliberate act to allow that space. Take a breath, pause, relax, open, attune to emergence, listen deeply, speak the truth, are all present. But we're, we're just focusing in this first, first contemplation on pause. And what we are going to be sharing with each other is this simple present moment experience. So, this is when you sit on a cushion in a meditation hall, you're just getting settled in on the cushion, you're beginning to investigate, you're beginning to allow mindfulness to become established. It's narrating that experience.
2: I'm noticing a pain in the knee. Nothing more. Noticing the mind's a little bit agitated. Wondering if I'm doing this right.
0: Simple, simple, simple present moment experience. We're going to be splitting you into separate speaker listener. So there will be a first speaker and a first listener. And deciding who is going to be the first speaker is the most difficult thing in insight dialogue because for some strange reason, people don't like to speak first. So to make it easy, the person with the shortest hair will be first speaker. (laughs) Beards don't count. So the first speaker will have five minutes, five whole minutes, To share their present moment experience, to pause, relax, open, investigate, share the next experience, not looking for experience, allowing experiences to arise, what the attention is drawn to in that moment. The listener has five whole minutes to listen, listen deeply. And listening is very, very, very important. When you are listening mindfully, you're present, and your presence supports your partner in the sharing. So listening is not a passive role. You're creating, you're co-creating
2: this container of practice.
0: You're listening with the whole body. Noticing how the words land, opening to the sound of the voice, opening to the body language, not looking for body language, but simply opening, allowing the experience to flow through you as the words flow through you. So we do five minutes, separate speaker-listener, and then we'll switch over. So first speaker will become listener, first listener will become speaker. And we'll repeat the exercise with the second speaker-listener configuration. And then on the third stage of the practice, we'll have maybe five minutes or so for open dialogue. And in open dialogue, you're simply taking turns. One person will speak, pause, couple of deep breaths, and the second person can speak. So this moving backwards and forwards, not constrained by by the role of speaker-listener. Oh, mm, ah, you don't have to close your eyes. Just be normal. You don't have to be good meditators. You don't have to be stone-faced. Body language is really hard to notice when somebody's sitting there being a good meditator. So, just relax into it.
1: It's also not a staring contest. Hmm? It
0: also doesn't have to be a staring contest. Oh, yeah. And if you're uncomfortable making eye contact, it's okay. Just look away. Whatever makes you comfortable. This, this is aiming for ease, relaxation. So, if you have any difficulty maintaining eye contact, you can, you can allow your eyes to, to move away.
2: So let me find, uh, am I, I break our rooms, there we go,
0: wonderful. So, five minutes, separate speaker, listener, uh, just on present moment experience. And and then five minutes, uh, well, we'll do another five minutes with the other pair, other configuration, and then five minutes of open dialogue. So, I'm just going to send the people into breakout rooms and then I will ring the bell so people in the hall get a chance to wait now while I get the breakout rooms going. So enjoy your practice. I'll give you a message when, we, when we're going
2: to
3: start. So just waiting a moment for all the breakout rooms to to happen.
0: So pausing, relaxing, opening. First speaker, the person with the shortest hair, has five minutes to share their present moment experience. And listener, listening deeply, listening with the whole body, providing
3: your support to the speaker. And pausing, relaxing, Opening.
0: So pausing, relaxing, opening. Allowing the body to settle into the seat onto the cushion, taking a couple
2: of
3: deep breaths. allowing the words to be in the past.
0: So now we're going to be changing roles. Speaker becomes listener, listener becomes speaker. So second speaker, you now have your five minutes to share present moment experience, what's happening in the body, what's happening in the mind. This pausing, relaxing, opening. And listener, it's now your turn to be present to the speaker. Listening deeply, listening mindfully, offering your presence in support of this relational container.
2: So just settling into the seat,
0: taking a couple of deep breaths. No second speaker, you now have your five minutes. So pausing, relaxing, opening, allowing the body to settle into the seat, taking a couple of deep breaths, allowing the words to be in the past, maybe just closing the eyes for a moment. Just a pause. The luxury of being silent. Now we're now going to drop the roles of separate speaker listener and move into open dialogue, simply sharing what's present in this moment and pausing, allowing your partner space to speak. So we will have around five minutes, open dialogue, simply being pre- sharing what's present in this moment. So moving into open dialogue, sharing what's present in this moment. And so pausing, relaxing, opening, allowing the words to be in the past, allowing the body to settle into the seat. So we're now going to just take a minute to offer gratitude to our partners for their support and sharing. And then in the main room, coming back into the circle, and online, I'll close the rooms in a in a moment, so you don't have to come back into the main room. So pausing, relaxing, opening, offering gratitude to your partners for their sharing. So just coming back into your chairs and just sitting in silence as we we wait for people online to come back into the main room. Oh, there we are. I think we're all back now. So we're going to take a little bit of time now for some body care. It's been uh, 90 minutes, so... Just bringing some ease to the body and coming back here at a quarter to the hour and then we'll have some time for sharing. So just 15 minutes and please, you know, do the body care at the beginning of this this short period rather than at the end. Uh, so we'll see you back here in, in 15 minutes.
1: And the... Oh, there's no. No, No. I'll just say it here. Just the invitation to really practice pause, right? In any moment, you may notice, ah, the mind is spinning or the mind has gone off and just pause, especially as we're going into movement for caring for the body. There's a wonderful practice of it any moment. You might be walking somewhere and you stop. You're not even at the bathroom yet. You stop, and you notice, what's it like right now? What's it actually like? Enjoy. I wanted to mention one other piece of pause just for tonight, and then we'll come into um, more like a, what we call harvesting the fruits of practice, which is just speaking about what practice was like. But this is something that you can use as we're doing that, which is noticing that awareness is actually natural. You don't have to make the mind be aware, right? It, by its existence, mind's quality, its capacity is knowing, awareness. And the pause just gives us enough space to notice that. So instead of it being a kind of like muscly, like I'm gonna pause and make myself aware, right? It's more like, I'm gonna pause. Oh, and awareness is right there. I can kind of like lean back into awareness, into just the natural noticing of What's ever happening in sensation, mind state, emotion, perception, relational perception?
3: Like right now. So we'll close with just a
2: short
0: matter just settling into our seats before we close our eyes, just taking a moment to look around the hall, look around onto the screen, the faces of friends, offering gratitude to everyone present for their, for their support, for being here.
3: And just settling into our seats, taking a couple of deep breaths. Opening
2: our hearts to all those people out there who don't have the
3: support of friends. May they find ease, may they find comfort. opening to all the conflicts that are going on in this world, all the suffering, offering our support for all those feeling pain. May you find ease and comfort And for all beings, everywhere,
2: whoever and wherever they may be, may you find ease and comfort. And for all beings, may there
0: be peace. May there be peace. May there be peace. Go well. We hope to see you over the weekend. Such a joy to be
3: here.